Welcome to another NY Just Fans podcast with hosts Davin Sharman and Chris. Um, What's up, as we get into the rumors and free agents and the combine, um, we do we will like to start it with uh, Antonio Brown. Um, Antonio Brown basically was saying that uh, the GM's got to play by the well, the new team gonna have to play by his rules, or he don't have to play at all. So, um, how do y'all guys feel about that? And which new team will be which which new team will be able to uh, basically pick him up, even though it's only three teams for what Adam Schef- uh, Adam Schefter was saying, which was the Redskins, the Raiders, and the Titans. Uh, uh, I, I think I think he's out of his mind. You know, I, I don't know where this is coming from, but he's just making it tougher for the Steelers to uh, try to make a trade, and especially with the trade, the uh, Steelers looking to trade a first round pick for him. It's going to be tough now because now he's he's looking like a nut job by what he's saying. He's going to be harder to trade, and um, you know the Raiders they got the extra first round pick, so they look like the obvious choice to make the trade. But you know if he goes there, talk about he's never going to be happy there at least for the first couple of years because they're far away from you know from uh, contending for a Super Bowl. They're in a rebuild mode now, so I don't know. Skins are always looking to make something. And they're they're in a lot of trade talk now with other with other players, so you never know about them. But yeah, I don't risk, know. This is definitely national risk takers. Yeah, the Redskins. <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. I think I think uh, Antonio Brown is uh, basically sabotaging his whole the this whole uh, um, whatever plan the Steelers have on on recouping whatever uh, picks or whatever they could recoup for trading him. His behavior is practically sabotaging the whole thing because I don't know which team that would trade, um, you know, massive draft draft capital for a player that, like Chris said, that's acting like he's out of his mind or he's a little cuckoo, you know. Um, um, he's he has a weird colored mustache. He has one blue, uh, uh braid. I, I don't know what's going on with him, man. Um. Uh, I, I think talented, talent-wise, I mean, his production speaks for itself. But when you start acting like that, like you're bigger than football, I think that kind of uh, erases you off the board because there's a lot of football players around, man. There's a lot of guys that could take your place. You know, maybe might, they might not be as dynamic as you, but they could produce. And that is what teams need more than anything else. And I think he's losing, you know, uh, the, he's losing his sight at what football is or what it meant to him and why he always was such a great player. You know, um, I, I think that's just sad to see, though. Yeah, um, my opinion is basically Antonio Brown has to stop the childish ways. You know, play your game. You know, do what, you, do what you're supposed to do. You know, it's not it's not that hard. It's not that simple. You know, you, you was able to meet the owner and you was able to talk to him before even – uh, agreeing to part in ways, which a lot of a lot of wide receivers, tight ends, running backs, quarterbacks, you know, don't even get to meet the owner about that, you know. So at this point, you got what you wanted. Now, now hush your mouth and 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 play your game. And so and so the still is why basically they losing a, a valuable asset to that team, you know. Um, other than that, I I I can see them going to the Oakland Raiders. Um, just because of all them first round draft picks they have. So I could basically see that happening. That that's just my that's just my opinion. But 
you know, Antonio Brown, like, okay, we, we get it. We, we get it now. Now hush your mouth. <laughs> uh, yeah. I feel, I feel like, I feel like the, the, um, the Redskins, uh, might be in play. And, and I agree with Chris too. It's, it's, to me, it's between the Redskins and, 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 the um, and the uh and the Raiders, but the but to me the Raiders is like you know because they have all this draft capital, they're probably the only the one of the only teams you would basically come up with when you're uh if you're assessing who would who you would think you know but ba- but I don't think uh Mr. Gruden would want to deal with that kind of crap. I don't think he's up to you know he's up to dealing with that kind of stuff. If if you trade um um if you could trade Mac. Who is a team leader out of your locker room? Why would you want that dude with a one weird braid and a weird colored mustache? You know. Yeah. Yeah, he's a he's a nut job. I, I don't I don't, really don't know what happened to this guy. Maybe he's got yeah. serious mental issues. I don't know. The fame the fame is getting to his head, man. I think I think I those think so. appearances on television on all different kinds of TV shows and meeting all the superstars are kind of, you know, the fame is kind of getting to his head. You know, that's my opinion anyway. Right. Yeah, so as we move on, we can move on to the uh basically the NFL draft, I I I, I think. Um basically uh who who do y'all think um basically stock up stock up they uh draft basically they draft pick in in the first round, second round. Who who was more who was most impressive? Oh, you mean the combine? Correct. Draft combine. Yeah, uh, well, man, um, <laughs> I, I mean, you can't talk about the con. Yeah, I'm about to say, we have to talk yeah, a little bit about it. I don't, think, I don't think you could go talk about the this year's combine without talking about DK Metcalf, uh, Ole Miss wide receiver, man. Uh, uh, man, uh, uh, I was we were talking earlier, and I said he looked like uh, I, I can't remember one of those, those, uh, those animals that turned into. Those those um, mythical beasts that turn into wolves. They're like wolves. They stand on two feet. <laughs> it's basically you look like something out of some kind of movie or something, man. And the fact that a dude at that size, two hundred and thirty pounds, could run four three three, is ridiculous, man. Is, There's no yeah. way you'd be you should you should not be able to run like that. You should not be able to jump like that. You should not be able to. You know, the things he did, you know, was ridiculous, you know. And I give him his props, man. You know, um, raising your stock at the at the combine. You know, some you know, some players come in the combine, you know, their stocks is kind of iffy and they're able to do that, you know, and and you know, all power to him, you know. Uh I still think um it's things about his game that is uh you know questionable. But trust me when I if you're a wide receiver coach of a team and you can't tell him you can't use that guy, you can't draft him and make make him make a difference on your team, I think you should uh change your day job. <laughs> right. You know he could easily be the, the next Megatron. He's that physically gifted. I mean I don't yeah, know if yeah. I mean, he's not but, as tall as Megatron, yeah. but he's got the speed, more speed than him. And yeah, the same about is, uh, about the same wingspan. Yeah, yeah, he's just because yeah. I think the most impressive is his body fat in one point six percent. Like ridiculous. Yeah, for yeah, that yeah, that doesn't even sound normal to me. Like if you have that little fat in your body, I think your body should be 
I think you should have a doctor around because that doesn't even sound right. Yeah. You should have fat around your organs or something, man. Like, what the hell? but i think it's a good thing that the tight ends is like you know making an impress impress in the combine too yes sir yes sir you know because with i guess with gay system he likes to run two tight ends so maybe it's smart to get a tight end in the third round fourth round you know and and it's good to have that deep tight end you know yeah, the 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 tight ends is ridiculous, man. Uh, T.J. Hawkinson and um, and what's this other kid? Uh, Noah Fant, um, ridiculous. Irv Smith, ridiculous. Dudes running, um, you know, four five, four five one. I mean, Fant ran a four five one. I think Hawkinson ran a four five eight. Or so, oh no, I think he ran four five four. Well, some of the re- top ones re- were probably not gonna like any yeah. any yeah exactly any tight end at that size you know if you're if you're six five and change and you're two something man there's no you shouldn't be running that fast that makes you know these guys this all these guys are freaks man um yeah. you know um i to me Hawkinson is the dude um Hawkinson is more of a complete wide receiver um tight end than anybody in my opinion anyway the fact that he could block hands down the best blocker coming out in the draft as a tight end he could block that was part of his job he's very good at it he's very good at receiving and he has the speed to get down the seam so you have a guy that's practically a complete tight end that you could get so basically he's probably a late first round pick probably middle to late first round pick you know yeah you know and the good thing and the good thing is is that i feel like I think that was like you know one of the one of the things that we really didn't get into detail. We talk about Josh Allen, we talk about Bosa, you know. We say, oh, how deep the defense, you know, more of a defensive than the offensive draft, and these guys, wide receivers, and you know, and um, the tight ends is making an impress. So, so they can be able to get drafted, you know, for for us that needs wide receivers and tight ends because we definitely at least need one of each. <laughs> True, you know, so that so that's 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 good on that's good on our part. Yeah, that's my opinion. Yeah, I I just go ahead, Chris. Oh, no, I was gonna say it's it's just good to see that tight ends look like it's gonna be a deep position for the draft, so we can get you know somebody in the later rounds that's that's gonna come in and be able to produce for us, along with the running backs, too. The running backs look pretty good, too. Yeah, yeah, all around, yeah, they weren't that fast. No. But but they but they um you know you could see you could I mean those guys like I said before um I think in a, on our podcast before those guys are good you know um guys that you use in your second and third down third down guys good third down guys like Benny Snell who actually came out and said that he really is in love with Jamal Adams and he would like to play on the same team with him so much um, right um he had really good numbers in the combine. Um, um, you could, he could, you know, he could do, you could, he could probably not probably, but there's a possibility of him, him being available in the third round for us. And, uh, I would like it. He's, he's, he's a, like a, a bowling ball of a guy, very strong, very compact, you know, not, not a burner, but fast enough that he could run, you know, you know, right. so I, I like him. One of the, one of the things I wanted to point, I wanted to make about the combine more than anything was that. For the most part, um, the big the uh, DK Metcalf, yes, TJ Hawkinson, yes, the the names uh, that we hear a lot of, 
I always mention because the numbers fly off. There's guys that always fall through the cracks. Um, there's this kid from Missouri, Emmanuel Hall, six to two hundred and one pounds, right? Four four thirty nine, four point three nine in the in the forty. Forty three point five vertical jump. That's like I think he that was like third highest jump in the in the in the combine. And right. a hundred and and uh fourteen point one or hundred and forty one broad jump. I mean, come on, man. That like at six two, you shouldn't be able to do any of this stuff. This is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, out there. Like, yeah, you know, this is the thing. Paris Paris Campbell, what wide receiver from Ohio State, ran the fastest forty. Four thirty four four point three one, you know, and then he had a four three shuttle, which was the fastest shuttle in the in the combine, you know. Um the kid that I really like was from Massachusetts, uh Andy Isabella. Uh he had the he I think he was he was the second fastest uh time or he was tied for first uh in the forty with four three one. He had a four fifteen uh um um shuttle which was the was the best and he had a six ninety five three cone which is the best like that means that guy's a ultimate shuttle um ultimate sh- uh short area quickness guy which you need like a slot guy he has the speed he has the short area quickness you know i mean it's ridiculous man i mean you got to give a shout out to these guys you know yeah but didn't they say something about uh isabella when they said uh they said that the lasers was messed up and they had them at a 4.57, but the yeah, but, but they had four, three, clock, one. Yes, it, it was, I think it was 4.27. Yeah, well, initially they said 4.27, but when they rounded it off, it came to like about 4.31. 4. 4. 3, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that the guy that um was being coached by Randy Moss? Is that, is that what they mentioned about him? Oh, uh, yes, yes, right? that's him. Yes, yeah, yes, I got yes, four, three, one, yeah, four, three, one. Yeah. Okay, okay. Just, just making sure. Um, but yeah, that's. Um, but you know what? We got hurt. We got hurting in the third round, and they projected him as a second round until that injury. And we got a steal for him. We, we could. It's possibility. We can. We could definitely get another steal. You know, yeah, absolutely it's true. So, so for that, you know, hoping Mac could. Uh... Have a good draft this year. Yeah, he he he, he he must execute the draft and free agency in order to keep his job because his job is definitely on the line at this point. <laughs> I would hope. So. I, I've, <laughs> I've said I've said it before, man. Basically, he'll he'll have to pick pull a rabbit out of a hat. Yeah. Basically, that's what it is. He'll, he'll have to um, be a do the G, the GM job of his life because he will he will lose his job next year. Correct. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. If he doesn't so, show huge improvement this year, he's you know not, you don't have to make the playoffs this year. It would be nice, obviously, but they better show more improvement over four or five wins this year. You know. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. You know, so as we as we shout out to y'all at the combine. I know it's very tough to. You know, before I, before I go into the next subject, I do want to shout out to all the players that's doing the combine. I know it's very tough because some of these guys will get drafted, some of them will not, but they'll yes, get picked yes, up sir. for you know for the preseason and hopefully get a chance at the job. So you know, just shout out to all the our players, man, and wish y'all yeah. the best of luck. Yeah, um, that's a lot of hard work out there. Yeah, yes, definitely. yes, it is. So. Yeah, I just wanted to mention that, and um, so uh, we're gonna move on to Mr. Nick Foles. Uh, the Eagles said they will not, they would not franchise tag him 
which which I which I which I thought they was going to try to, and they said the trade options basically wasn't as good as they thought it would be. It, it don't surprise me. But um, where 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 would y'all predict Nick Foles would go now that he's a free agent? Uh, I would say so far, I think the the favorite has got to be Jacksonville, even though they got uh, Bortles there making a good amount of money. But I would think they're going to make a run for him. Uh, the Giants, I don't know. I don't think so. That I don't think be, so. Yeah, Foles, that would be one hell of a screw job to Philly if, if he ever goes to the Giants <laughs> or even Washington, for that matter. Um, Jags, maybe the Dolphins. The Dolphins are making a lot of moves. I've been reading a lot of moves they're going to be making. Um, they're going to try to get rid of a lot of veterans on their team. You know, they got a new coach, obviously, with Gase gone. So they're yes. going to be doing a whole big turnaround. So, yeah, uh, I think I think that I th- I agree with you, Chris. I think the Dolphins are are, are going to be in play here. Uh, they could use Foles as a bridge to to next to next year or the year after uh, to pick a quarterback that they really want. Um, um, I I think I said this before. Um, listening to a, a beat writer from 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 the Dolphins uh, was talking about there's a possibility that the new coach who is from the uh, Bill Belichick coaching tree is going to really build from the ground up, you know? So we're talking about D linemen, offensive linemen, build from the, fr- the ground up, try to, you know, instill a um, very powerful, you know, kind of a run power kind of beat you, bludgeon you team, you know, both, both, both on defense and on offense. So, um, so you're right. You're right. They're probably making a lot of moves, but that's a possibility. Definitely a possibility. Um, they're also uh, looking to get rid of uh, Tannehill too. Yeah, well, he's I, making I a, a hefty I, salary too. He's making like seventeen, eighteen million. I don't know. I don't know who yeah. in the. I know. Hell. Well, don't say that because we do need a backup. <laughs> just to throw that out there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man. I, I mean, chew up in my mouth a little bit. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I'm just saying. <laughs> former coach I, I don't know how much he likes Tanny Hill but I could see yeah. him or even um, what's the other guy they had last year their backup to Tanny Hill um, the guy that was with them Brock Osweiler uh, yes I could see him oh, Osweiler yeah. one of those two coming here as a backup I don't know right. but I can see it <laughs> I, I think I, I can say it best I think the Jacks the Jacks and the Dolphins do have a shot Um, I think I think this. I think it's a situation with both teams because with Tannehill and Blake Bortles with them horrible contracts, it's going to be hard to get rid of those guys. Yeah. But I think True. the Dolphins have a bigger a bigger chance right now. Um, I don't I don't know because Blake Bortles' contract is more is more difficult than Tannehill' contract. So I think Tannehill has one more year or maybe two, but I think one more year and that's it. Um, so. I think the Dolphins have a, a bigger chance than, you know, the Jaguars. The Jaguars have money. No, you know, I'm not going to lie about that. But then again, how are you going to get rid of a Blake Bortles? And Blake, and nobody's not going to take on Blake Bortles' contract. So do you take that Do you take that dead money and, and lose a lot of money on this situation? What you going to do? Right. You're gonna dump yeah, the guy. but, but uh, Chris, Chris, um, did, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't you say that the Jags were um, over the cap? 
The Jags? Uh, let me check. Hold on. I was four check. four million. Yes, yes, you did, Chris. It's said four okay. million. Yeah, so they're yeah. so they're salary yeah, they, so they don't have any change. money at yeah, all. Yeah, so they don't have any money at all. Ten exactly. years, two more years left this year and next year at at cap hits of twenty six and twenty five million. Oh my gosh! Uh, <laughs> oh my goodness! Let me go to uh, oh, other guys. Hold on. See, it's it's no so it's basically no win-win situation with these two teams. Yeah, it's gonna be pretty tough for oh, them yeah. to get. That's yeah, why I mean, that's why rumors are flying about the ja- about the Jags possibly getting trying to get rid of uh, Jackson, their DT, the one of right, the, the star DTs, and 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 other guys. I think they're gonna start putting names out of, of guys out. I think they're gonna try to trade guys out to try to cut salary. Yeah. Uh, well, that's oof. where. That's where our our local GM here, Davin, idea trading, <laughs> trading down with, with Jacksonville. I, no, I, I mean, even if you don't get Jalen Ramsey, you could still try to right. get uh, Bouvier, you know? Someone, yeah, I think we could get because they're all making a lot of money. Right? They, they are. Yeah, Bouvier yep. is making $15 million. His cap is 15 Blake Bortles, I'll tell you, it's not that we're going to trade for him. Oh, Jesus. Blake, Blake Bortles yeah. is – he's got a potential out – Next year, this year he's his cap hit. This year is sixteen five. That's not bad. Yeah, and then next year he's got a potential out twenty twenty two year. That's that's not bad. So the yeah. Jags have the bigger chance, right? But mm. they still gotta get someone to take them. You know, that's nobody's you know. not gonna take that. Nobody's no. not gonna <laughs> take that. Let Let's be real and honest here. Nobody's not gonna take them. It's something like a, a Case Keenum situation. Because speaking of Case Keenum. Um, John Elway had an interview the other day and he said he would like to keep Case Keenum as the backup, but doesn't know what the future holds for Case Keenum. Like, what does that mean? That means if somebody offers him a good deal, he's going to trade him. Yeah. <laughs> that's basically <laughs> what that means. Yeah. Right? Basically, yep. Yep. That's basically, basically what he said. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, by the way, real quick, Jacksonville is just over, uh, just under. The cap at two sixty three. Oh yeah, you know why? Oh, you know why they under the cap because they re, they uh, restructured a deal with uh, one of the uh, the tackles. Oh right, like, yeah, okay. it went from uh, five, I think five million to two million, something something crazy yeah, like that. Go. Yeah, they're just they're just makes... under, not much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were just talking about that last week when we said they yeah, they have to get under the cap somehow. There you go. But mm. that's no money. That's no money, man. You, yeah. I mean, no, that's nothing. Yeah, and look at Denver. Sheesh. You're talking about with Case Keenum. They're only they're 17 million above the cap right now, Denver. They're above. I'm uh, below. I'm sorry, below. I'm looking. At 17 mil. Yeah, they're below. But mm. Case Keenum that's still is, decent. His cap hit is 21 million. So if they got rid of him, look how much money they they got back they in their pocket. Save. You know. Yeah, yeah well, depending Jesus. on whatever. Yeah, depending what the team the team they they're gonna trade with. Is willing to eat, right? You know, but the thing oh. too with, Ke- with Keenum is he's only got one more year left. He's only got oh. this year. Yeah, so oh, I think so, uh, so. I think so I think he don't have the uh, right. I don't think he don't have no other choice but to stay. Right, get, or, get to, to twenty one million and just go. <laughs> somebody might be willing to take him on because he's only got this year left on his contract. You know? Right, right, right. Just as like an insurance policy for their starter, he's a good backup. So he is uh, a good backup. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. He did good with Minnesota that one year, you know. Yeah, the the kid's not that bad, man. He's just he's just not a starter. Don't right. ask him to to play sixteen games. And he's got well, he's, well, he he's could he could play he could play three four games for you, 
you know, in a season, you know. But but I, I I've ne- like he had he had that one season that was an outlier. That was about it. Two years ago with Minnesota. But the whole yeah. team was great that year. Yeah, you know? I think they I think the situ- I think the situation is uh it could be the same as like Lamar Jackson with Flacco because you can't even guarantee Flacco to be playing the whole sixteen games. Especially especially when you know, with him with his injury or you know, because he is kind of like injury prone a little bit. So you, so I, I, I don't know. Maybe case, maybe that is the best situation for uh, Mr. Elway at this point. You never yeah. know. I mean, yeah. Baltimore's looking as Jackson as their starters. Yeah. No, don't remind me. <laughs> <laughs> don't remind me. <laughs> but you, you know how you know how. Yeah, yeah, you know how you know how some of our friends think how great Mr. Jackson is. Yeah, yeah, we'll we, yeah, we'll definitely see because now he's still out. All, yeah, all <laughs> the tables, all, all the all the tables are all the money is on the table. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So now, now that we got the NFL out the way, let's get into our our New York Jets. Um, Matt put a second round tender on Robbie Anderson. Is 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 it a a good gamble or is it a bad gamble? In my opinion, I I know everybody's panicking and everybody thinks for some reason we're gonna lose him, and 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 in my view, I think that's the best thing they could have done. They don't have a choice but to, you know, business wise, put a tender on the kid, uh, um, hold him for one year, see how he does, and then. And then pay him long term if he if he performs, um, because with the because you know a new coaching staff is coming in. You might have whatever you might have done before, you know. Even if they have the the you know, they have the the you know the film on you, you know they're still probably like you know what, you know maybe you're good for our system. Maybe you're you, you're not you know. Plus, plus the fact that they they're in need of a second round pick, you know, maybe they're thinking, you know, they could, especially with the deep, you know, uh, how deep the wide receiver class is, and in my view, anyway, um, this year they're maybe thinking, oh, maybe we could uh, get somebody to pick him up. We get a second round pick, and we could add a younger kid. But I, but I don't think that's what it is. I think, I think basically. Um, New York, uh, I think Gase and the offensive crew just wants to uh, see, like, hold him over for one year. If he performs well within the system, pay him long term. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, I think this was a way for them to just kind of protect themselves, you know, give them the hire um, in case someone else does come in with a, with a decent offer. The only thing I'm afraid of is if someone now if someone comes in with a big offer for him, they're going to have to match it. So let's say if they get a multi-year deal, do you think they're going to match a multi-year deal? With mm. that's well, that's, well, that's, well, that's the thing, though. You know, right. that, you know, I mean... I don't think so. At the, at the end of the day, yeah, like I said, uh, if, they, if, if, if they weigh their options and they see, hey, listen, I could pick up a, you know, a, a A.J. Brown from the draft or, you know, there's yeah. so many guys you could pick up from the draft and you say, you know, you... You know, you could replace him. You know, he'll fit better in your scheme or whatever. You know, you t- you, you you let him go. You know, and you get a second round comp. But um, but uh, you know, I mean, I'm not saying it's not possible. I'm just 
I, I don't see I think it's a long shot that a team is gonna come in and try to uh give him a long term deal. Yeah, I don't think so either. But I'm I'm curious to see if they do if what the uh the Jets would do. Like if someone comes in with a three or four year deal for him, you know, with with it front loaded with guarantees or something. Uh, I don't know if they would match that because what you know, with Robbie Anderson's past and what he's had, you know, off the field issues. Obviously, they've gone away this year, but, you know, you never know with him. So that's why I think if someone gives them like a three or four-year deal, I don't think they would match that. A two-year deal, I could see them matching that maybe, unless right. it's like fully guaranteed or something, you know, some ridiculous. But like you said, I don't see anybody doing that. I really don't. Yeah. yeah. Um, but if it that's... does, at least I got a second-round pick. <laughs> that's basically, yeah. you know, that's the good thing. Yeah, I think I think all the cards on the table is here, but uh, you know, like I I I know Jet fans, y'all y'all gonna say why why are you saying this, Davin? But um, I feel like Robbie might be gone. I don't I don't know. It's just it's it's something you you get that gut feeling, and when your gut tells you something, it just happens, you know and. I don't know. It's, I feel like somebody will pull the trigger. It's not like the Eagles didn't try to trade for try to get this man. Um, Golden Tate is a free agent, so they, you know, so they might still look at Robbie Anderson, you it's know, and, and, and and he can try to build something with Carson Wentz. So my my thing is is that it's not a it's not a loss. It's not a you know a lost situation if we get a second round pick because we can actually get a wide receiver that could be still like like Mr. Hurden like we just like I just said. Mm-hmm. So um I I I if it's a one one year or a two year deal and then I could see it happening. But four years I, I don't see it happening. I think they want to I think just like Sharma just said, I think they want to see how he does in Gaze's system. Right. You know, and and they want to see how how you know how it will happen, and you know the reason why I think Mac is doing the second round also is because of the fact that the matter is that what if Mac don't get a second round from from a trade? What if he don't want to trade down? Then what? I I definitely see the Jets, the Jets trading trading down without a doubt out of that first round pick. I definitely see them trading down. You know, like you, you brought it up uh, last week or the week before about the Jaguars. I think that's yeah. a perfect opportunity for us. You know, if they come in with an, another first-round pick, a second-round pick, and a player, you know, right. you can't, it's, I, it's hard to say no to that. You know, it's, it's, yeah, when you – when you, let, let's, let's list the players that have shown in the draft to be out-of-this-world talents that might sh- shake your team's foundation to the point where it probably – Changes it uh, changes your team's trajectory. When you think about the the guy, the team, the guys we're talking about. Uh, let's um, um, talk about uh, Mr. First Round, uh, Mr. F- uh, first Round. We've been talking about forever. The uh, uh, outside linebacker, defensive end. Uh, what's his name? Um, Bosa. Bosa. Allen, um, number one. He should be going number Bosa, one. Bo- Bosa. You, you know, you're talking about Bosa. You're talking about Allen from Kentucky. You're, call, you're talking about uh, DK Quentin Metcalf Williams. now. Uh, you're talking about Quinn and Williams. Uh, you're talking about uh, Jonah John, Williams. John Williams. Mm-hmm. You know, so you're talking about like, you know, basically there's, um, and so we didn't, and, and with all those players, we still haven't mentioned quarterbacks. You know, um, um, Kyler uh, Murray. 
listen listening to listening to um the NFL network apparently uh um a lot of you know it's a lot of smoke you know sometimes they're not being truthful or whatever but a lot of teams are like oh well some of the QBs didn't show up but but like like Davin just said you add Kyler Murray to that you let you add du- uh Dwayne Haskins to that that's seven players All right that are possibly uh 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 trajectory um changing players for your team and if and basically that means the first three picks are uh uh up for grabs and the jets might be in position to get more you know basically get a a a shipment of gold for their pick you know they might be uh swap first rounders another second round and a, a third or a fourth or or first next year or something you know so a lot is going to happen between now and 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 free agents and free agency and everything there's going to be a lot of wheeling and dealing i think it's going to be one of those uh, uh um 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 seasons where things are going to go uh, be you know really hot a lot of news going to be breaking so um there's a possibility um the jets are able to get a second round and then all this is null and void then they you know so um i'm it's Everything is a positive possibility right now. Correct. And with and with and with that being said about Kyler Murphy, um, Josh Rosen, <laughs> Josh Rosen has uh, well, he he projected that his uh Instagram or Twitter, whatever it was, got hacked when when you know the pictures deleted all the pictures or posted pictures. I don't know what it was because I didn't really get into it. But I know that it was a situation where I don't know where Josh Rosen saying he got hacked, but I I don't believe it not one bit because look mm-hmm. how you acted and and you know when you didn't get drafted before Baker Mayfield and Darnold, which was which they both was predicted to be higher than you. Yeah, was... I can understand that Josh Allen, you know, you was projected to be higher than Josh Allen. Okay, but. You you basically acted real mature. So what you gonna say when you get traded from Arizona if it happens? Oh, I'm gonna make Arizona pay for this. No, come on, man. Like let's be let's be real honest here. Yeah, um, um, I his his attitude uh, was questioned before the draft last year. It's part of the reason I think he fell all the way where he did. Um, I think I think Daniel Jeremiah, uh, probably a well-known draft aficionado was really in love with him man and and just and the only issue that he really had was the fact that he qu- kind of questioned his his uh his demeanor and his leadership and um and I think I think if that is the reason why because if basically if you kind of showed your you know showed your you know the bad your bad side in Arizona and now they have a real good chance to get a kid like Callum Murray come in fresh with a fresh coach you know, um, that would be that. You know, that would be in their best interest to do. That way, you know, you could they could trade him away to whichever team that wants him. You know. Um, well, you know what? They that, brought up a good point today on the NFL Network mm-hmm. um, about a team looking to trade for him because a lot of his money he got in the signing bonus last year, Rosen. Really? So oh wow! Yeah. So if you're trading for him. And right now, they said he's probably if you put if you rank him next to the quarterback quarterbacks that are in the draft right now, he's probably the second best quarterback. Yeah, if you put I would say next to these guys, you know, after Murray, yeah, I agree. They got him second. 
So, yep, I agree. Right. So you could trade for him and save the money that you would have had to if you traded up for someone and drafted, say, Murray or Haskins or whoever, where you got to sign him, you got to give him a signing bonus of whatever the millions are, and you're saving that money because Rosen got his already. You know, that is true. You got, you got Rosen for a couple of years, two, three years, with the with the option year, that you got a couple of years to see if this guy is for real. And hopefully he is. You know, he could play, like, good example, he could play behind um, Eli this year, in the beginning of the year at least. Basically, basically, right. Rosen to me, basically from what I saw, from from my eyes, man, um, um, the only problem with this kid is the fact that he has a attitude problem. Uh, naturally, probably the best throw of the ball that was coming out. You know, like basically the whole. If you have to study the whole, you know, his footwork, you know, his release point. And everything like that. I mean, I remember them kid could throw the kid. The kid could throw the ball. Man, it's just ridiculous with it, you know. Yeah. But but it's, but but it doesn't matter if your talent is obscured by the fact that you have a bad attitude, you know. And 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 even you know even if it's not true, the fact that some of your behaviors have been nationally viewed by others as bad, you know, that kind of paints you, at, you know, in a in the bad in a bad light. And I think and I think if Again, like I said before, to me, if you haven't done, you know, kind of uh, bought your locker room, you know, you know, you kind of, you know, kind of everybody in Arizona is not really in love with you and they've kind of seen you for what you are. That's part of the reason maybe you're going to be out. Well, for all of that, they might as well just sign back Sam Bradford. Gavin, uh, <laughs> <laughs> to take a gamble, chance Ooh, of life. Exactly. <laughs> I don't think anybody's taking that gamble anymore. Because uh, no, I, I hope Arizona don't. The they, then they just spend, then they pay him twenty million to sit on the bench. Yep. Oh god, I don't think that's ever happened again with that guy. I hope not. Yeah, I don't know. No, I hope, no, I hope he not. Enough money <laughs> from the Rams and then Philly. And oh then Arizona. Jesus, he stole enough money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even the Vikings. Very yeah, exactly. Minnesota too. They gave up a first round pick for him. Aye. Aye. Jesus, Aye. Jesus. Yeah, it doesn't Jesus. get any better. <laughs> no. Yeah, worse, but but this is, you know, you know, th- those are one of those those variables that we really don't talk about when we talk about NFL teams, man. NFL teams really outthink a lot of GMs and front offices. Really overthink a lot of their moves, especially around this time of year, man. That's why you have all these record, you know, we could point to so many examples where teams made such bad moves over the past history of the NFL. It's because a lot of, they they really overthink a lot of this stuff, man. You know, um, sometimes they think they're cornered, they feel cornered, and they they just make this ridiculous, stupid move at the moment that looked, you know, that looked good to them for some reason. Yeah. And then, and then you go back a year later and you're like, why in the hell did you do this? You know, what? You know in a uh, big thing with MLB now, right, with baseball, their GMs are, I think, much smarter now because they have those analytic guys in the front office with them working with all these numbers and they're looking at a player in a different way. And that's why a lot of these guys aren't signed right away because, you know, a lot of these analytics guys say, well, I don't think this guy's worth as much as he's asking for. And, you know, in two mm. years, he's not going to be this kind of player. So why should we pay this guy twenty million when he's probably going to be worth closer to ten million? 
you know? I, that's yeah, interesting. I, I, I think All, that's going to be coming to the NFL soon so that we don't see these mistakes anymore because baseball well, is not making those mistakes anymore. You yeah, know? they they do a lot of they they do a lot of analytics in yeah. the NFL already. Too much for me. They, I don't like it, but they 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 do a lot of numbers in the NFL, man. Yeah. Like like oh, basically base, basically the fact that you have people talking about um kids' hand sizes and and you know and you oh, know the reach and stuff like that. <laughs> the reach and yeah. that. I mean, that. come on, man. You know <laughs> some of this stuff. Reach. It's either you, you're right. It's, it's either you could play football or you're not. But but Chris, I right. before. Before we get off the whole MLB thing, I just want to meet the guy, the analytics guy that okayed the Phillies to pay a dude three hundred and thirty million dollars. Uh, I want him. I want. I want him to be my business manager. Not bad, <laughs> you know. And you know what? And they got it without. There's no opt out, and there's a no trade clause. So ridiculous. Oh, and that's what he wanted. Wow. That's what you oh, know Harper wanted. Goodness. He wanted to. He wanted to stay. Whatever team he signed with. He didn't want to go anywhere. You know, he wanted to finish his career with this team, and that's what he got. You know, he got a little less for a year than what Machado got. You know, Machado got more for a year, but he got three more years. And, yep. You know, that's a lot of mm. money. So, Jesus. Yeah. God, God bless the employees. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, sir. God bless so, the employees. Yeah. So, so with Matt wanting to uh, trade up. We're talking about trade down. Sorry, trade down. Um, what is what is the options? What is the options that that Matt could pull get a good deal? Uh, yeah, I like I would. Uh, yeah. Go ahead, Chris. I was Go ahead. Say, I think it's a great chance. They're in a great position right now, especially with more than one or two quarterbacks. You know, being in the first round. You know, Murray and you got Haskins and Drew Locke. He's getting back to the combine. He really looked good today. I thought throwing the ball. I mean, I don't know. If, Anybody else thought that, but I thought he looked really good. Um, yeah, yeah, he I, really I, I thought he looked better than he looked better than I, but than a lot of people projected to me, me anyway. Too. Yeah, I, in I my uneducated great. eye, yes, which is definitely. great for us. You know, the more more quarterbacks that are going to be in the first round, the better for us. You know, and you still got these teams, even though Foles is out there as a free agent. You know, there's still going to be two teams at least looking for looking to draft either Haskins, Locke, or uh, Murray. So you know, also got Arizona, maybe the Raiders. You know, the Raiders got four first-round picks, so they're going to be maneuvering. You know for sure they're making trades. I can't see them just sitting tight. So, um, you know, we got the Skins. We were talking about the Redskins. They're going to be looking for a quarterback. So um, I, I, I think we're in a great position. Davin brought up a great trade offer with, with Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville is a perfect spot for us if that works out. Because Correct. you're not dropping too far down. You know what I mean? Exactly. You're still in the top 10. You're still, what, seven? Yeah. Yep. So that's a good spot, man. I, I think if, if we trade with them and get an extra first-round pick and a second-round pick and a player, you know what? Maybe even more. Who knows? <laughs> I think that's a beautiful spot. So I think there's a great chance. I've been saying it since day one that I wanted to see them trade down because we need the extra picks. And yeah. I think it's definitely going to happen. And and yeah. one thing that I wanted to say, sorry, Sharmin, but one thing mm-hmm. that I wanted to say is that it worked out for the yeah, it worked out for both the Colts and the and the Jets. At this at this position, you mm-hmm. want this trade to work out for both teams. You know, like the Colts had they had a pro bowler <laughs> tackle, you know, I was big on last year. Um and you know, and they and they ended up with, with some second rounders and they ended up being the playoff team. 
You know, I, I want the Jets to – I want Mac to, to do it like how he did it last season, but this time do it how the coach did it, but but better, either better or something close to it, you know, and make sure that the trade is worth it, you know, not yeah, just the, for the, them. <laughs> what what the Colts ended up with was a was an all-pro guard and an all-pro linebacker. That's what they ended up with. Exactly. So um so so if we ended up end up with two all pro players, uh hell yeah, I would sign up for that right now. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. you know for for me with with the probabilities, like I said before, the probabilities of us getting an offer is high because, like I said, there's so many high end players coming out in this draft that are very like really impact players coming out. So there's definitely a possibility of us getting getting an offer. What the offer looks like, I have no idea. Um, um, but it still takes two to tango no matter what. Absolutely. You could want to do whatever you want to do if nobody else wants to do it with you. You know, dancing alone looks weird. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and you know, you know the so, thing is, no matter what, we're, we're going to get a if, – if it doesn't work out, and we're stuck at three, we're going to get a really in- impactful play, like we were saying earlier. Exactly. And, we're and get this, yeah. Run, so and this, and this is the thing, like, um, I, 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 as much as I, as we all want the Jets to trade down, we have to also pay attention to the fact that we still need those cornerstone players. We need those guys. We need another two or three guys that stand out that make the Jets that would make the Jets stand out that everybody in the NFL be like you know what I want to come to the New York to play with this guy I, man I can't wait to be on the same team with this guy you know and 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 you know some of those guys are, uh, that I mentioned before you know I mean you know it seems like it seems like that they are you know, those kind of players. And if we can't get an, an option to trade down, picking one of those guys would not be a loss in my eyes. No, mm-hmm. it definitely wouldn't. And what Devin said, it was it just made me laugh at first when he said, you want the trade to work for both teams. Now, last year, like you said, it definitely did with the Jets and the Colts. But a yep. lot of times... It does not. It does not work yeah, Exactly. We've seen that it's a true. lot, so... Yeah, I think it. I think it will you work know. out. You know, yeah, I think, I think so. something. It's something about the first round. Listen, like I like I always say, and people try to kill me with this. Mac, Mac. Okay, the first round. Either Mac gets lucky, or Mac, or something just drops in our lap. I first <laughs> round always works out for Mac. I feel like it's going to be something time, like yeah. that again. Yes. You I know, like and the last two, well, I think the last two <laughs> years he he actually did good in the uh, with Marcus May, Jamal Adams, Marcus May. You know that's that's cool. Um, Darnold and uh, Mr. Hurden, you know, cool. Them first two picks, like I'm 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 very excited to see what happens. You know, um, and if they both is impactful players, well, then hey. Well, no, we're not gonna no, bring that. See, we we weren't gonna bring that up, say, Chris. This I wasn't is why gonna I didn't say, say Hackenberg because that was previously. <laughs> that was if, but I'm talking about the listen, last two, the last two years, last two years. If you, if you ever, if you ever <laughs> listen, we, we, I wasn't gonna mention it. I know. You know. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> yeah, <and> the last <laughs> two. The, well, I apologize. Let me say the last two years, Mac has done a great job yeah, with the first two picks. But but Hackenberg was a written. horrible pick, and I think and I think he learned this lesson from that. 
And I think that's why yes. he's getting better. You would you get better when you learn your lesson on trying to gamble. <laughs> you know, some some right. GMs take gambles and it works out or it don't work out. Period. For me, for for me, basically the probability of uh, if you picking in the top ten in the and 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 the NFL draft every year, basically the probability of you coming out with an impactful player is must be up somewhere near the eighty five to ninety five percentile. There right. is no. Always, it's almost yeah. impossible. It's right. okay. I'm not saying that it's almost impossible to mess up a top ten draft pick. Yeah. Uh, Right. I'm not saying that it's not possible. I'm right. just saying it's, it's almost possible. impossible. That's, I mean, yeah, it's almost <laughs> yeah, it's impossible. impossible. Look at We've look at Jamarcus Ryan Russell. Leaf. Oh. Yeah, Jamar- Jamar- yeah, Jamarcus yeah, yeah. Russell. I know this. Listen, and quarterback <laughs> is the worst. All right, here's the good. Thing. Right, exactly. If we do screw up. It's not quarterback wise this year. Hold, right. hold, hold up, hold up. Quarterback what, was is the it? worst one. Right, but wasn't uh, what's the name? The first round, uh, Vernon Golston. Yes. Don't <laughs> bring him <laughs> up. Goodness, and, and Rex Ryan couldn't even turn that guy around. So you know that if you can't be turned around, and, and you know you're done. You see, you see, you see. I, you see. There's a there's a reason why I said what I said earlier when I was talking about DK Metcalf, and yeah. I was talk, and I wanted I wanted to bring up the other wide receivers that um that that did so well in the combat. Correct. Because because you because you have these guys and you totally forget about the film. And you right. totally forget about the the production, you know, right. on his on his team, on 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 the old Miss wide receiver, on the, on just on his team, DK had Brown that had ridiculous amount of catches and production, you know, and and, mm-hmm. and you can't you can't forget about that, like you know, so so there's guys, you know, there's uh, a Sega Whiteside, there's another kid that nobody talks about to me. You know that you mentioned people have mentioned here and there, but you know to me there's names that that you know that had production that you could talk about that you could tell in college that had the production that that you could see the skill set you know basically and not just the fact that he's a freak athlete because an athlete is play to play football i think um um i I know i I quote him a lot but um um former uh quote center. Uh, Broncos uh, center. Um, Paradise. What's his name? Um, no, no. Um, uh, no. Back in the day. Back in the day. Oh. But anyway. Um, I, I back in the Saturday. Yeah. Um, Jeff um, Saturday, right. Right. He said. Oh yeah, um, Jeff Saturday. You know he he was he said he said something like, uh, "You don't have to be an athlete to play football," you know. Because because basically, like Chris Long was on was was talking about on on Twitter was talking about he had to do a vertical when he came in to the league and he hasn't jumped had done a vertical since and Chris Long is a great football player right mm-hmm. you know and and he and he was saying to him he's like I I probably couldn't jump as high as I could but I could still play football you know and mm-hmm. so 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 sometimes we. Yes, the draft is an integral part of being able to find out if those guys could play football, but it's not the end all be all, man. You know, yeah. there's a lot, there's a lot of things that go into playing being a football player, and running a forty is not one of them. The most yeah, famous, I think. I, the most famous I think. Case, just real quick about the about the combine. The most famous case you have to go back to ninety something when it was uh, Mike Mamula. You want to look mm, one up? Don't that remember was, that name. Okay, look, 
I'm telling you, Google that guy, Mike Mabula. Mm. He destroyed a, the draft. Unbelievable! At, the com the combine he went the combine. Up. Yeah, and out <laughs> of Boston College, defensive end, you know, destroyed the combine. He was like a freak at the combine, and everybody was mm. crazy. And then it was uh, the Eagles drafted him, and I remember I think Ray Rhodes was the coach at the time, and he goes, "If this kid does not work out, because they picked him top ten, I think it was ninth, eighth, whatever it was." Oh, but they wow. said, if this kid doesn't work out, he goes, "The combine means nothing." <laughs> I mean, and he didn't work out. He was a bust. Wow. And um, and the it, combine means nothing. Right. Yeah. It doesn't um, mean nothing, but like you said, it, there's more to it than just. You yeah, because they still gotta have ads, right. <laughs> mm-hmm. They still gotta have their private workouts, and I think that's where it counts the most. Yeah. When when one team is when one team after another is just watching watching you. And observing how you move and everything, you know, just like how you said it, Chris, you know, McCaff was looking polished, you know, he looked at, you know, y'all both said it, he looked at polished in his route running, but then it was guys that was actually cat- running them routes and catching, catching almost anything coming their way. So, yeah. so it's more, so it's more, so it's definitely more to it than a, than a 4.3 run, yeah, you know, exactly. exactly. <laughs> it's a lot yeah, more to it. That's just a number. Right. Exactly. You you don't run. There's almost. It's very rare that you run in straight line in the NFL. You know, you you for you to get to that straight line run, you have to be able to be to do a lot of things good to get to that point. Because a lot and a lot of it has to do with a lot of savvy, a lot of study, a lot of uh, uh um a lot of skill. You know, basic basically um 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 who's the who's the slot receiver for the for the Patriots. Um, everybody's for for a whole, everybody for a whole week was talking about Edelman is a is a is a Hall of Fame wide receiver. I had got people stopping me at work telling oh, me, "Oh Jesus, Edelman is a white is a <laughs> because oh my be- gosh, <laughs> that is horrible." <laughs> Yeah, if because, it's like that, then Amendola, Amendola, is, because the is, because the reality, I Walker in the whole thing before I put right, in, uh, because because in reality, <laughs> in reality, what what he was doing was just off of the fact number one, he was running routes, a choice route, which is something that you really don't you well not that you really don't see it in the league, but not how the Patriots were using it, you know. So so the game plan was ridiculous, you know. His quarterback is ridiculously a- accurate. And he was just, he's just studying the defense and understanding what he's seeing and playing the game the way it's supposed to be played, you know? So it it wasn't about his 40 because the guy's not that fast. Exactly. You, know, you, you can't, you know, it wasn't about the fact that he could jump very far because trust me that Edelman can't jump far. And he can't jump that high. He's just very good at being able to find spots in zones and find spots you know, in, in the defense and settle enough so Brady could get him. And that's your job as a wide receiver. Exactly. Catch the ball, find get open. And trust me, a 40 time does not lend to get getting open in the NFL. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Jesus. Um, so I don't even want to talk about that thing, Alderman. Uh, no disrespect to you, Alderman, <laughs> but still. Uh, uh, yeah, so... Um, so now we get into uh, the Jets free agents. Uh, well, the Jets and the free agency. Um, because free agency is very soon. Um, who they? I know they have uh interest in Moncrief, um, Ezekiel, Anzai, and um, what's the name? Yeah, answer. Sorry, y'all. Uh, 
and Fowler, Lord Jesus. Um, should the Jets even look at these guys, or should they go a different route? My opinion on basically, um, you know, I, I, so I feel like our friend David, like I want to go off because one of the things that get me so mad is when Jets fans start talking about the most average players. Like we need these guys, you know. I'm tired of the Jets just picking up average players all over the place and like adding them to the roster, like they're gonna make some kind of dif- difference. And it never works out. Um, 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 none right, of the guys. Is, Ezekiel. Yeah, exactly. Right. You know, to me, to me, you go out and you try to get the best, most dynamic player in free agent, in free agency. That's what you do. You know, to me, Ezekiel answer. What has he shown you in the past three to four years to say that he's going to make a difference on your team? <laughs> right. You know, nothing. You know, mm. even even the one guy that I like, kind of, uh, Trey Flowers that from the Patriots. Pay, Trey Flowers plays well within the system he plays in, but his production is kind of effy. You know, mm. I think he only had like four sacks. You know, yeah. I mean, I mean, come on, man. I mean, I think, this is I... what I'm saying. You know, I just don't, I just don't get it. Like, if we could get our hands on somebody like D Ford now, that's a difference maker. That's a different kind of player, and to me, yeah. that's the kind of guy you're looking for. I yeah, I think, I think he, I think he's got, he got signed. I think he will be franchised or signed. I don't think he's going anywhere. But I'm just saying, like, that's the caliber of player you would be looking for in free agency and willing to pay whatever it takes because you have the money. Pay the guy and get the talent in house. You know, instead of you know getting some half-ass guy come in. And then everybody's like, "Oh my God, this guy sucks! Why did you do that?" Yeah, I think I think they need to go a different route, um, especially with Dante Fowler. Fowler, oh Jesus, <sighs> God, his numbers is his numbers has not shown to even get you that contract. You know, there's that basic, there's that less mediocre basic player, and then there's high high ends, like you said, D Ford or um. What's his name? Uh, from the Cowboys, um, the defensive end from the Cowboys, Lawrence. Correct. So, um, so I, if you're not paying those guys, you know, then I, I don't want it. You know, like, like don't, like don't, don't come at me with bust the screen. Do not come at me with Morris Claiborne. Mm-hmm. Don't come at me with no guys that's not trying to make a be a different, you know, a difference maker for this team. Well, and, and think about what Fowler's done the last couple of years. Even oh, last year when he went to the Rams. He did he haven't done the, nothing. And he was playing on the same line as the best defensive player in the league the last two years. So you think he's going to be double teamed and Fowler should be lined up one-on-one. He should have been racking up sacks like crazy the last few weeks of the year. Yeah, yeah but Aaron Donald was getting – right? Right. Aaron it, Donald was getting double teamed and he was still getting his sack. So I yeah, don't know why Dante Fowler wasn't getting his. Yeah, nah, he didn't so, because Dante Fowler Don wait, listen, Aaron Donald is on one level and then everybody <laughs> else is be, below him. Right, but that's, that's, that's a different this this guy's a force of nature, man. Fowler it's a different level. <laughs> but but we just talk we're talking about on that line. You have Michael Brockers, you have Aaron Donald, mm-hmm. you have Ndamukong Sue. Right, that's it. On the inside. And you're telling me as an outside linebacker, you cannot get more pressure. I mean, I, I mean, I can't remember. I don't think he was even high on pressures. Yeah. Normally, normally even, 
Normally, even in a system like that, where there's so many talented players, you should at least get more quarterback pressures. I didn't see his numbers go up anyway. And how many times did Brady get touched in the Super Bowl? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Mm. Right? There you go. Wow. So, so we could scratch Fowler off the list. I yeah, think. yeah, exactly. So so that leads us to uh, what three defensive players uh, the Jets should sign? It could be it could be signed. It could be trade. It could be free. It could be a draft. What three different three um, defensive players, or what, or or what what three players will make it you know, on defense will be a difference maker for the, for uh, Greg Williams' defensive system. I have a guy, and uh, he, I don't even um, I don't um, the Ravens are probably gonna sign him. This guy only had about I think he had about six hundred and ninety snaps during this during the year. During last year, listen to his numbers: ten sacks, seven seventeen QB hits, thirty-three hurries in the regular season. Wow. Zadarius Smith from the Ravens, and he's a free agent. Mm. I mean, I, I um, that's those numbers are ridiculous. And if you're only having six hundred ninety snaps, that means you're practically a part-time player. Let's say, yeah, you know, that's not that's not a full season. You're not you're not a starter. No, but he's not a starter, so that's ridiculous, man. Like, and 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 according to his the description of him is he plays with laudable fury, like that's the kind of dude you that's want. What we need, right? Yeah, yeah, we definitely <laughs> like, need that. Like Jamal, like Jamal Adams said, we we need some dogs, man. <laughs> like if you're gonna describe if if you're gonna describe a dog, it's a dude that gets practically, you know, that's a a part time player practically, and he's getting 17 QB hits. Ten sacks and thirty-three hurries. <laughs> this is ridiculous, yeah. you know. So, so that's one of my guys, uh, Preston Smith, uh, linebacker for the Redskins too. You know, um, very high-rated guy, man. Ranked top ten in the league in linebackers, mm. and, and the Redskins haven't signed him. He's a free agent, uh, dude. You know, if you. I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just putting it out there. You know, there's those, those guys are guys that you probably be looking at, you know. And 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 I, I mean, I, I don't know. On, on on my last guy would be Ronald Darby. I don't, I know he he's coming off of an ACL. You know, I don't know what you're getting for, you know. But we still need a corner, man. Yeah, you know? we, we do. Yep. Yeah, corner's gonna be tough to find. I think. Yep. Yeah, because. Because uh, wasn't the one from the Chargers a free agent too? Uh, Varick, if that's his name. Is he is coming he? off an injury? Yes, he is. Yeah, uh, you, um, Chris can check, but I think he is. What's his name? Nova, um, Varick. Oh, Jason, Jason Verrett? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he is, though. I think he is. Because I, cause I have saw that last season. Not to not talked about it before. I think I think I think so, but, Corey, if, but if, oh, no, that's defensive tackle. Uh, no, we talking about cornerback from the Jason Chargers. Barrett. Correct. Yeah, Jason. Yeah. yeah, he's available. He's a free agent. Yeah. Yes. Oh he is. wow. Yeah, and I that's think it's crazy. The, you know, and he's coming off an injury too. But that'd be one of the guys that I I would look forward to because his because contract wise, he's going to be playing. He's going to be trying to play and let guys know he's back. Um, I will watch out for him. Um, this but this is just my opinion. 
um, because he, because he, because he, I think before injury, he has played well. You know, I'm not going to say he's played bad. I, I think he played better than Claiborne. This is just in my opinion. But yeah, has been one of the best corners in the league for yes. a while, man. Like, yeah, he, so, he's been pretty good. So, you know? so okay. that was huh? quick thing about him in his four years in the league, he's only played okay, yeah, there you go, 2014. He played six games. 2015, he played 15. In 2016, oh, wow. he played four. In 2017, oh, wow. he played one. Yeah, Andrew Paul. It's one of those sacrifices. <laughs> you, you right. You take take like, it, 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 I think you could take a shot. Either, either, either you take him or you're going to take uh, Mr. Claiborne back and or bust the screen, and it's not going to happen. So um, I, I would say he'll, he'll be a sleep. I'm not going to say a sleeper, but he'll be one of the guys to watch out for because he has a lot to prove. Um, I actually second... have another. I, have, I actually have another guy, Devin. Sorry. Uh, what do you guys think of Brandon Graham, the the defensive end for the Eagles? He just got signed. Did he get signed? Yeah, the Eagles signed him. Oh no. my bad. Oh, all right, so <laughs> all right, so uh, I think my second one would be uh, if if they if the Cowboys don't franchise tag him, uh, Lawrence. Yeah, um, I love I love his game. Yes, yes. I, I love his game. I love I love his game. Um, and my third one, uh, I'm I'm not high on um I'm not high on these guys these free agents on defense. Um, I would like Quentin Williams. Um, I would like Quentin Williams. Uh, out of the draft, if if they don't trade down, but if they if they trade down, then um. Then just like how Sharma said, um, I'm gonna have to watch some film on the guy from the uh, Baltimore Ravens. Um, I will want him. But other than that, I Quentin Williams would be my last one. I'm not big on free agents. Um, we need we need some some young dogs. <laughs> you know, something like the Browns have with you know with Miles Garrett and all of these other other guys. Like we need some young dogs that's hungry and ready to play. Well, I. I had Lawrence, like you said. Obviously, Clowney should be one too, but I'm sure he's going to get tagged. But he hasn't been tagged Oof, yet. Yeah, not yet. I think yeah. I think somebody is going to sign a big deal for him, and I think that's that's what puts in the question too, because Clowney, he could get money. Him and uh, Anthony Barr, if Barr well, didn't get franchise well, tagged. When's the, uh, when's the? Is there a date before he, he has to be tagged? Who's that? I think it's a week before. I think it's a week before the actual so, free agency. Oh, so that's like, a couple of days. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a couple of days. So we should because Bobby Gold got tagged, or he was the first one that got tagged, which yeah. was shocking. I think Clowney, if he's not tagged, they should go big with big on him for sure. Um, another name too, you know, a couple of guys. All right, I had Darby too, um, but another guy who's hurt a lot, but he's a very good player when he's healthy is Jordan Hicks. Middle linebacker mm. in Philly, he's very good. He's an all pro, but again, he's a guy that gets hurt a lot. So, isn't Hicks? Wasn't correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't didn't Hicks get himself in some kind of issue with the NFL and got got kind of? Wasn't he the one that got um um Hicks, suspended uh, at the end of the year for some kind of trade, some um fraud or something? Or no, am I mistaking was, him with somebody? It's probably yeah. mistaken with somebody yeah, no, else. But... Uh, the guy. The guy that was traded to Cleveland, uh, uh, Hendrickson. Right, Hendrickson. right, right. My bad. That was Hendrickson. Uh, I'm sorry. Another guy. My bad. Here's another guy. I'm gonna. I'm off two. my game today, man. I got yeah, <laughs> I got yeah, dude. I got I got two more here. I got 
Another one, he's a veteran. He slowed down a lot, but maybe just his intensity coming to the team might help us is Clay Matthews from Green Bay. I, I forgot about Clay yeah, Matthews. See, I, you know what? Like, my thing with Clay Matthews is that he can get in there. I, I, I like Clay Matthews. And and he was getting ripped off of them NFL uh them roughing the passer call so many times. I don't I don't want that jinx to come to the Jets. <laughs> because <laughs> even when what? like he was even when he wasn't like in there like that, they still was calling it on him and I didn't understand why. Yeah, I didn't understand either. I you know what? I just think bringing him in older veteran yeah, he's at the end of the rope. You know, he's definitely not what he used to be. Obviously, even even just as a pass rushing guy, yeah. just 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 on pass yeah. rushing down. He could yeah. get in there. He could get in there though. He, uh, he could definitely get one, in there. My final one, you guys aren't gonna like it, but I'm gonna say it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm gonna get a oh Jesus from it, but it's uh, Sheldon Richardson. Actually, actually, I'm not gonna say oh Jesus because I, okay. I I'll be willing to I'll be willing to. To take take him back for a small deal and, and for him to shut his mouth. <laughs> that, might, yeah, that might be the tough part. Because <laughs> right. that's, that's be that, you know what? I realized that Mac wanted to keep Richardson, but the whole thing was was the Brandon Marshall situation. He couldn't leave, leave that go. And this is where Antonio Brown's situation with the Steelers is, is at. You just don't know how to shut your mouth when you're supposed to shut your mouth. When right. situations when situations is done for, leave it alone. Exactly. So so now <laughs> that you so now you know now we at this position. I don't mind Sheldon Richardson to be back, but play at his position and not as a linebacker because Bowles, what <laughs> is the hell are you thinking? Yeah, I don't know what the hell that was about. Oh, good. Back is your tackle, and that's it. Right. You don't you don't put him as linebacker, and, and and then guess what happens? We we go right back to the wheel route, and then they get uh, killed on the real route again. <laughs> oh boy, let's not get into that. <laughs> Man, I haven't heard that in a while. <laughs> yeah, you know you know the. Well, routes be killing me. Oh my goodness! If y'all want to see a, a game with all them killing Will routes, go to the Eagles with Darren Sproles. Lord <laughs> Jesus, that man could have scored five <laughs> touchdowns on the Will route on David Harris. Oh, I know. God bless his soul. <laughs> Harris was a great tackler. He just didn't have the, the greatest mobility. No, Bowles, 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 Bowles is like, yeah, put 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 Harris right there. He can stop him on the Will route. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was just a mismatch, man. It, on on the Eagles' part, at the end of the day, on the Eagles' part, it was brilliant game planning, and it, on the Jets' part, it was horrible self, you know, evaluation. You you know you have an issue at linebacker like that, you know, to to leave the linebackers exposed like that. That was that was ridiculous, you know. So uh, anyway, you know, well, gonna... well route. <laughs> Not, not I'm gonna have to put beat the dead horse. Hey, Charmin, I'm gonna have to put a throwback Thursday wheel routes. Oh no! <laughs> and, all the, and see and see which linebackers hey. got killed on those are you, wheel routes. Are, we gonna watch are you? Are you? <laughs> are you also gonna tag Dave? Are you also gonna tag David on this one? Because oh, it boy. sounds like a David move. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can't remember. I can't tag stuff. David, so I don't know. <laughs> I can't tag him. I mean, if he if he watch, he's just gonna have to watch. So I don't know. Um, <laughs> you you get a laugh out of it. I mean, but nah, I'm not gonna do no. I ain't gonna do nothing like that. But yeah, I haven't said the wheel route on the route because I haven't really saw saw nothing that killed us on the wheel route. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> and so I think we'll be fine with Greg Williams' system. So other than that, I think everything is is covered for tonight. Um, 
please give us a follow on Twitter at Jets Fans Podcast. Um, Facebook, search for groups and search for NY Jets Fans. Um, as we another great, wonderful podcast. Um, we thank y'all for listening to us. Uh, sorry about you know our our mics and everything. Well, especially my mic. Um, we we working on it and we getting better at it. So please just yeah, give us a follow bit, and, bit and please give us a follow and you know. And that's that's about it. So jet jet up as always, fellas, and jet up, right, guys. guys, and have a good one. Jet up, take care. Jet up.